I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is really I'm just sad. Really Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Pack. Exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. All right, well, let's let's get started. So um, today's uh, guest on the gloom, uh, good friend of mine, or at least I consider him a good friend. We'll find out through the interview how what he thinks of me. But um, you know, this man I actually met several years before starting F three in a in a men's Bible study, and um, there were some moments of of those studies where uh, it was just he and and tonight show and I, the only three guys showing up and uh, talking through. The word, um, and then uh, got to just reconnect through F3 uh, the last few years. And it's been really cool to see this guy grow. He's really helped us guide a lot of our expansion into Sarpy and continue to um, serve the guys in that community. Uh, and then, you know, another personal benefit of, of knowing this high impact man was he taught me the value of values. Uh, he helped me identify that I am impulsive and not very good at making decisions. And uh, he helped me put some structures in place um, to really improve that. So it means a lot to me to spend time with uh, Firewalker today. So glad to have you, man. And I wonder, um, just start us off, um, you know, from the kind of the background of uh, who, who got you out to F3, uh, what was that first workout like? And um, why the name Firewalker? Where does that name come from? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Plague, and thanks, Pony. You know, Plague, this this podcast wouldn't exist without that impulse control. Um, you know, you 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 acted on it, and that's probably a good thing. So that's great. Um, yeah, uh, Jeff Seatstra, uh, Firewalker, um, just celebrated two years back in July. Um, yeah, I, I reflect back on it um, tonight. Show. Uh, was talking to me about F3 for about a year and a half before. So um, I, was, I was a very reluctant EH for, uh, for tonight's show. Um, he, he talked about it. And, uh, and if, if truth be told that uh, there were times that I would change the subject uh, with, with tonight's show. Uh, so I didn't have to hear about F3. But um, how did it happen? Man, I, I went on a family vacation out to Colorado or out to... Uh, uh, Montana on the way home, coming through Rapid City, and a guy had an F3 sweatshirt on where we're eating. And I texted Tonight Show and said, hey, there's a guy with an F3 sweatshirt. He said, ask what region he's from. So I asked him, and he, he said he was from the Denver, Colorado area. And he asked what region I was from. And of course, I wasn't from a region yet. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm not part of F3, but they're opening up a, a new workout area near me. Um, in Omaha, and he said, man, those guys in Omaha, they're badass, and uh, man, I kind of wanted to be a little bit badass, too, so I guess that was my in, uh, so I, I, well, tonight's show EH'd me, it's the guy that uh, I met randomly at, uh, in Rapid City that, that closed me, so showed up for, for the workout, I went and got a coffee early, showed up early, uh, fully intending to drink my coffee in the parking lot, and uh, there comes plague uh, on the pre-run. So I pre-ran my first day. Uh, I remember 
uh, wishing I, uh, I hadn't uh, pre-run that very first day, uh, but I did. Uh, we got to the name Arama, my ears were ringing, my head was spinning, I had no idea what was going on. And uh, I said I was a business consultant and uh, Tony Robbins connection came through. Evidently, Tony had a uh, failed firewalk where 30 people burnt their feet and a firewalker uh, came from that. So I still don't know if it's firewalker, fire spacewalker or firewalker without a space. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm firewalker today. I love that. I actually didn't know about that uh, Tony Robbins story. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought you just uh, probably uh, being, you know, yourself kind of a coach for people. Maybe you did it yourself thinking, well, you know, if I'm going to ask people to do this, I got to prove that I can do it myself. Yeah. yeah. Like like many people, I, I thought, what in the heck is this name? I disliked it for a good month. And then at some point you just embrace it. You embrace it and you go with it. For sure. And they kind of take on a life of their own. Um, you know, you, you're the second person we've had on recently that said that they pre-ran on their on their first post. And man, I really just want to give you a hand there and some tea claps because for anyone that has not pre-ran, I call it the equalizer. I mean, there if you feel like you're accelerating at all in workouts and you feel like your fitness is going anywhere, go for a pre-run before because man, that will humble you. So for kudos to you for actually going out on your first one. I imagine your head was a little light and it was tough. Um, so good on you. Yeah. How was that? Uh, how was that first workout for you? Yeah, you know, uh, celebrating our one-year anniversary of the pit, my two-year anniversary, uh, I pulled that same workout that Plague did at the pit out. Uh, we redid it. Um, there was a lot of mumble chatter, and uh, I rightly so had my head spinning and ears ringing uh, after after that one. And so I I remember very little of it. I remember running over the little hill kind of on the east side of the pit and uh, just thinking what in the world is going on. The other thing I remember most, I remember two things. Um, one is starting Warmarama and that very first cadence, hearing guys starting to count cadence. I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool, right? Kind of the 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 experience of it all. Um, and then I also remember the police officer stopping by uh, afterwards. Uh, we took a picture um, and uh, he posted it to social media. I remember that. But uh, Man, that was sad clown firewalker uh, in those early days. Uh, now, now uh, looking back on it. Yeah, I, you know, what's so cool to me is like we, we had connected, um, you know, through the, through our men's Bible study and then kind of just lost touch based on other things going on in our lives and family and kids and, you know, uh, just, just life, the flux, you know, and then to see you come back um, and seemingly like, I feel like we have been able to pick up kind of right where we left off and almost take our relationship to another level just in the pre-runs and the many runs we've done together. Um, and that's what sort of led us to have this. And I remember, I think it was just after a Q source one morning or after a, a beatdown at Paradise. And, um, you know, so you had, you, I had done a leadership assessment. You had reviewed that and had some insight into, you know, the, the depths of my the plague's mind, uh, which is probably scary. Hopefully you were able to erase that from your memory. But um, you took this extra step to like, let's review this and then and then help me with um, putting values in, in place. And I just, I don't know, um, I've struggled with like communicating how important that is to guys, but but talk to me a little bit about how have you meshed your, your two worlds? Because I consider you an expert in, in leadership coaching and just kind of 
um, you know, the skill of prioritizing life and, and F3 has some tools and you've had some tools and how have you blended those things over time? Well, if you think I've mastered that, then I've got you fooled. Um, <laughs> that, that's for sure. Uh, you know, I, we, you talk a lot about purpose and passion and, you know, when you can, when you can take what you do every day and bleed it into everyday life or everyday life bleeding into what you get to do, you, you know that there's alignment Right, and, and that's probably a word I used with you uh, early on, but you know, how do we know that we're living in alignment, right? Guys talk about, you can tell when, when things are misaligned, when things are off. Um, and, and really for me, um, before I could ever help anybody, I have to help myself first, right? I, I have to get right first, right? Coming back to the Q source. And in um, part of that with values is really recognizing what's important to you and what's important to me and what's important to you and, and you, Pony, and everyone else is, is unique to you. They're not right or wrong, good or bad. They're unique to you. And so just helping you to articulate those. If you probably remember that process we went through that, you know, you start off with 50 plus values and you get it narrowed down to about five. And, but once you narrow it down, it really begins to open up and shed light upon you know, why we do what we do, what's important to us. And, and when that misalignment comes, um, we can see why. Uh, we can see why we feel it and then we can see why and what's there. And so um, that alignment is such an important part of, of what's going on, whether it's fitness, whether it's physical, mental health, whether it's, you know, our, our just capacity for personal and life work. There's just so much that's important about it. Yeah, I think those are all great things. And you had kind of talked to me about those things on a pre-run as well. And, you know, I think one of the things that we've been discussing recently have, has been finding a purpose. And it sounds like you've kind of got a framework here for, by identifying values that maybe can help some guys find their purpose, uh, be in alignment, I guess, when they do find that purpose. I'm curious on it, if you're willing to share what your values are to you. Yeah. and how you've gone through that exercise, and then how you're using F3 to keep in alignment with those values? That's a good question. You know, uh, our values are our boundaries, right? They're the things that, um, that they're the guide rails that, that lead us. And so uh, my top five values are my family, my people, my purpose. They're the reason I get up every morning. They're, they're my passion, um, and they're what strives me and pushes me forward. Um, my second value is faith. I want a growing and vibrant faith, um, a faith that uh, challenges me and pushes me, um, but one I can share as well. Uh, third is friendship. Uh, I want friendships that are mutually encouraging. I don't want friendships that necessarily are one-sided. Um, I want to pour into friendships, and I, I like to be poured into just like everybody else, but I, I want that to be mutual. Um, Fourth is purposeful work. I want what I do every day to have purpose and meaning um, because if, if it doesn't have that purpose and meaning, it naturally falls away whether we recognize it or not. Uh, but I want, I want my work, I want my passions to have purpose and meaning. Um, and then my fifth value, my fifth value fluctuates. Um, my fifth value fluctuates based on kind of how I'm feeling that day. Some days it's assertiveness. Um, I'm not naturally a, a overly assertive guy sometimes. Sometimes I hold back. And so being assertive and reminding myself of that value 
reminds me that I do need to lead. I do need to lean in and assert myself. Um, so that's that's some days. Um, other days, um, that value could be the word authenticity. Um, sometimes um, I'm a very selective communicator. Um, that's a that's a unique word for uh, an introvert. It means we're selective in who we communicate with. We just don't communicate with everyone. Um, but what that means, though, is that I I do have authentic. Um, conversations, but not with everyone. And so just trying to let people feel the weight of who you are um, and just kind of really experience who you are and being authentic with them. And F3 has really pushed me to do that. Um, and then I'll tell you my, my other rotating value um, lately that it's been, been, I've looked at is around uh, health and fitness, right? Um, maybe that's me reaching a little bit to try to pull F3 and what we do every day in um, but that health and fitness opens up that door to that purposeful um, work that we have. And whether that is viewed as work um, early on or not is, is a big part of, of my life. F3 is, has really changed who I've become. Um, my entire friend group has changed. And so, um, you know, those values, I get to ask myself every day, how well am I living out those values on a scale of one to five, one low, five high? And, you know, if I can't say a four or five for those, the question is why or what do I need to do in order to elevate that value um, to that next level, right? To elevate that value so that I am living it out, that I am living in alignment um, and not, not consistently perhaps letting one of those values fade away. Wow. Uh, I, you know, I think, and for me, though, what you kind of helped me understand was uh, especially because I have some impulsive tendencies is, is values are used to guide decisions. And we make, you know, however many thousand decisions a day, a lot of those we make without thinking about them. Um, but if you have this framework of your values that you can use to, to make decisions, so it's having the values, making sure that they're easy to remember and that you, you know, you could actually go through them in a split second um, it's, it's, that's been probably one of the most impactful things that I've, I've ever done in my life. And I, and I have those today. The challenge I found was trying to go home and have your spouse identify, uh, their values. And, and that, that conversation, I don't know fully, uh, what, you know, as far as I would, I would like it to go, but, but, uh, there's opportunity there in the future. Um, curious, you mentioned family and friendship and, um, there's, a, you know, a lot of elements there. Have you sort of, is, is that kind of a, how's that mix with like concentric model or some of those things from the, the Q source? You, it feels like a good blend. Like you've, you've been able to kind of blend your values with a concentric model of sorts, but is that any inspiration there? Yeah. I, one, you assume I know what the concentric is. Um, Pony, I knew you'd like that one. The, um, you know, when, when you talk about the, the Q source, it just relates in so many ways, right? And, you know, our, our M, our shorties, our 2.0s, you know, all the people that we have in our life that we surround ourselves with is, is intentional, right? We, we are a product of, of the experiences we have, the people we surround ourselves with and the things that we're doing. And, and ultimately, um, that comes back to alignment, right? That I need, I need to be aligned. I need to be surrounded by people um, that are helpful and beneficial and lifting not only myself up, but that I'm lifting up as well. It's, it's not a, 
it's not just a one-way street. It's not just all about, you know, Firewalker. It's, it's about them. And so I, I see, you know, a lot of, of that concentrica is trying to pour into that concentrica, right? They've, they've always said that you can't pour from an empty cup, and that's true. Um, that you have to fill your cup before you can fill somebody else's along the way. And, but that's also choosing that you're going to do that. It's choosing that I'm going to lead today. I'm going to lean into this today. That's, I love that. So curious your thoughts on, you know, you've kind of talked a little bit about the, the first, second and third F and um, would love to know just where you feel like you're, you're at, how has, has F3 maybe helped you grow and, and maybe where you're, you're headed the next next year or so yeah you know i i, I start with the first f um you know, i i started posting maybe a couple of days a week and um pre-running i i remember again i calling back a pre-run i remember going to cornhusker handicap and i got there maybe a minute or two late and you and bubbles were running and i thought oh, i can catch them and there wasn't a chance in the world i was ever going to catch you um but you know i've you know, if, if you're, you're comfortable running that 8.30 pre-run pace, man, I'm your man, you know, I'll, I'll run that 8.30 pace and we'll get done right on time every time. And uh, um, I, you know, what I love about the pre-run is just kind of getting, getting started, um, getting that, that connection to people, um, talking with guys, getting to know guys a little bit better. Um, but I also value a, a tough beatdown, right? I, I would say, you know, being, being led early on, you know, through you and, and through the others. And, you know, I think some of my first um, memories of some of these tough workouts were some of those iron packs challenges, you know, two years ago. And, and just trying to say that, you know, I, there's no laying up when it comes to a beat down. Guys didn't show up for, for an easy workout. They, they, they came to lay it on the line. And uh, when at all possible, if I'm queuing or I'm working at it, I'm going to lay it out. I'm, I'm going to do what I can to, to get after it. And so, um, you know, honestly, I've uh, the, probably the last few weeks have been really good for me. I've been feeling really good, very healthy, um, moving, moving quickly, um, feeling like I'm taking names and kicking some tail along the way. Um, but that, believe me, there are days where I feel like I've just had it handed to me as well. And uh, those are great days. I just go to bed early those days. Second F, me and the fellowship. Um, I, I think one of the hardest things for me coming in, you know, John Claude, um, yourself, um, Tater Todd, you know, a lot. I could name names all day long about guys that I've really gotten to know through pre-runs, through workouts, and um, in that fellowship side, one of the hardest things for, for me to kind of embrace is as we expanded Sarpy County, was feeling like I was letting go a little bit of some of those relationships, uh, those friendships that I had built over time. Uh, but letting go with that open hand to say, um, they'll be replaced. And um, that's happened. That's happened. So especially, you know, guys like, you know, today, KOA and uh, high life celebrating one year, you know, I think of, um, I don't know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys that just have made a huge impact in, in Sarpy County. I can't even begin to name them all, but I'm true friends along the way. You know, I, I do want to pause there because I think, I think what's hard, at least for me, is I, I am, 
as I'm learning how to be a better version of myself, I'm, I'm learning how to even have relationships with other men. How do we even have a friendship? What does that look like? And uh, my wife will be the first one to tell you I'm, I'm a, like, I'm either an over texter, either over communicate, uh, like I'll tell a joke when a joke's not necessary or I'll, you know, or I'm a, I'm a, the complete opposite. So I'm either not texting enough or I'm texting too much or, and, and to me, I'm like, I can't keep track of the balance there. I don't know what a, a man friendship requires. Um, and I think a lot of guys, like, we don't, we don't know. That's part of the sad clown sort of syndrome is we're all kind of learning. Um, and I think the reality is we, most of us show each other a bunch of grace and have minimal expectations um, in that area. But um, it, it, what, what happens is modeled for us and we see it work. And um, you know, I, I said it at my, my two year, um, when I handed off the shovel flag at the Sandlot, I just said, you know, it's, we don't want anything from guys coming into F3. We, we don't want anything from them, but we do want something for them. And it's that connection. It's that fellowship that we want uh, for them. And the way you do that is through individual communication. You can't build relationships without being, you know, physically and, and I guess texting close, uh, you know, to them. I, I showed up, um, I traveled for work a little bit. I remember posting for a couple of weeks at a time, um, showed up at Paradise one morning and uh, Slow Pitch said to me, he said, hey, we missed you the last week. And I'm like, holy cow, somebody noticed that I wasn't, when I'm typically here and, and I wasn't there, somebody noticed. And, you know, that, that was a big, that was a big moment for me because he noticed. Um, and I, and there are other guys that notice, but taking notice, taking time to notice somebody, um, to point them out, to, to share. And um, a lot of times that, that is taking place with a text message afterwards, like, dude, you killed it today. Or, you know, hey, you know, lifting you up because I know there's some hard things going on that you shared and uh, that have been experienced. And that's where, where guys grow together and, and know that we've got each other's back along the way. You guys are making me feel like I need to have a baseball because I don't, I'm the only one without a, you guys are, uh, no, I, I love that. And I, I do want to, um, I do want to get to your leadership role at, at the Sandlot and um, really the first, some people would call Paradise a running AO, but it wasn't the, it wasn't a true, as true of a running AO as the Sandlot. So I, I do want to get there, uh, but I want to, I want to just quickly touch on the, the third F. So um, you've, you've been, you have a strong belief system, you've been connected to local churches and, and groups through that, um, and have also been connected within F3, but um, how, how has, has F3 helped grow your faith? Has it given you just access to other perspectives, or what's been your experience with, with the third F and sort of F3? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's the giving, it's the giving it away part. Um, it's the encouragement part. It, it's putting faith into action, right? It's, you can, you can go to church, you can go to Bible studies and you can grab and you can accumulate all this knowledge. But if that knowledge doesn't, um, play out, then what does it mean? Right. Um, you know, it, it can mean something to you. It can be something close. And so, um, you know, when, again, when I say what I, what I, I don't want anything from these guys, that are that are coming but i we strive and we just want something for them and that's something for you know when you think of the first half it starts with fitness it starts with connecting but 
um, you know, I think of my own journey, right? My own journey through F3 that, you know, some, some days you're just trying to get through that first F. Um, other days you're, you're leaning into the second F, but it's that third F that is, that's the exponential part, right? You, you don't know the impact that you're going to have beyond what's going to happen beyond your family, beyond your friends. And, and there's more to that. Um, you know, admittedly, I, you know, I've not been as close to some of the Bible studies and some of the, um, some of the guys community groups that I had been a part of F3 is, is kind of replaced that in some ways, but um, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It's just not nearly as, as much as it had been in the past. And, you know, that's, that's an area I know I need to work on. I know that I need to keep leaning into and surround myself with guys around. All right. So tell us about uh, the Sandlot. So this was, I mean, um, I kind of remember thinking like, I don't know how many guys are going to show up to this like purely running only AO. And then I remember after the first week, I was like, were there really like 12 or 14 or 20 guys? I mean, tell us about that journey and uh, maybe even tell us uh, what's behind the name. Yeah, I think when, you know, when you say the Sandlot, I, I'd also prefer that you you also think in the next sentence, you know, F3 Omaha's premier running AO, yes. um, you know, and, uh, you know, that that really got, was really born out of COVID. Um, a number of us were out uh, preparing to run the Lincoln Half Marathon. We were running in the mornings and COVID came and, you know, things really began to to slow down and shut down. And uh, Crawl says to me, he said, hey, you know, let's just meet at the Sandlot. Because uh, for some of us, especially in Sarpy County, you know, driving out to the maze or to uh, Memorial Park and future, that, you know, that's a 25 minute one-way trip. And uh, not that we wouldn't go because we were going, it's just, we were looking for something different. And uh, so we had that opportunity. We just started meeting there and running. And you probably remember the first days we even had a an FNG that we didn't name, um, uh, that, that we were, we were shamed for, but, in uh, rightfully slow. So, but we weren't given the principles. We weren't ending in a COT. We weren't doing videos and, uh, we were just getting guys. We just saw it as getting together to run, but eventually that did turn into, Hey, let's, let's formalize this. Let's do that. And, uh, so about on my one year anniversary of F3 went, uh, and, and started the Sandlot, um, F3 Omaha's premier running AO. And, uh, you know, there may be some within F3 that say, you know, that's not a true AO, but uh, come come show up and, and we'll let you experience it for yourself. Well, that's awesome, man. And taking on a leadership role is just, I can't express how life-changing it's been for me. Now, I made a joke yesterday that the winter sucks because you don't have an excuse not to go and you can't do as far as that and stay at home. Um, but it really kind of changes your perspective for F3. You do get to see some insights on, I guess, where it's going as an organization moving forward. And I, I'm super appreciative of that. And I, I hope that you thought it was of value to you. Um, you know, you're kind of, I think, one of the second or third person now that has had a successor um, just recently. And so I, I guess what went into your mindset when you were looking for someone to take over? Whom were you looking for? Um, did someone approach you to take over or, or how did that work out? No, I, you know, I, it, it really began with, you know, in Sarpy, we were looking to expand. We were looking to grow. Guys were coming out and, you know, you look around 
Sarpy, I would go to workouts and many of the guys were one, two, three months in. And I was the longest tenured person there at just over a year um, showing up at some of these workouts. And so, you know, being seen as a leader, but you naturally begin to look, right? You see guys that guys respect. Um, you see guys that that are showing up, that are consistent and uh, guys that are laying it out there, right? That, that are getting after it. And, um, you know, early on, I, I had identified, you know, KOA, man, he could be a great, a great guy to be able to step in and lead. And uh, I, I'm, I couldn't be happier with, with that uh, decision. And, you know, we handed off just a little bit short of a, a year in just because of some travel and, and a lot of things going on. But, um, you know, guys keep coming. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about you know, all, a lot of the running we do, man, we do a lot of running in Sarpy. You hand a coupon to some of us guys in Sarpy and we're going to be hurting uh, for a couple of days. But, um, you know, it, it's sometimes we talk about that swagger. Um, you're looking for that swagger. Um, you're looking for guys that, that can carry it, guys that when they talk, guys listen. And uh, KOA was that guy for me that, that I saw early on that I said, you know, he could really take this and, and run with that. And so, um, you know, we, we talked for quite a while. Uh, we talked during pre-runs um, or I would talk and just say, hey, do you have any questions? He'd keep saying no. And I'd keep asking him, do you have questions? He'd keep saying no. Um, so I gave him every chance to turn it down. And um, uh, here we go. Uh, he took over back in June. That's awesome. I, something you, you did as a site queue, and, and I think, we you know, site queues do this differently, but I think providing insight and feedback into um, what we can do for the guys that are showing up um, and just continue to relay that back, you know, through the appropriate channels or streams to say, hey, we, you know, now the guys can really use this, right? You, you mentioned um, guys in, in Sarpy, um, other than, you know, maybe High Life not being able to even lift a coupon or, a, you know, free weights. Uh, so, you know, and, and just being able to elevate needs like that, right, and be the, the ears on the ground, right? I think it's, you know, um, our sort of shared leadership team, if you want to call it that, but like Tater definitely can't be at every workout every day. Um, and so we just need those psyches to really be representing the, the packs because um, expansion, man, I'll tell you what, we, we haven't um, – really been able to slow down at all i mean we you know there's not a, a month that goes by where we're not needing more sites and that's i think because the site cues have done such a good job um just getting the word out and, and promoting the need so um kudos to you for doing that i curious your thoughts on you know as as we've um expanded into sarpy and we, we continue to get more guys engaged and now there's a queue source down there um, where are you looking to go with, with your leadership within F3? Uh, that's kind of not a question we've asked everybody, but I'm curious, where do you, where do you see things going? Yeah. Um, well, I'm gunning for your job, Leg. I'm not, I'm not, I knew you'd like that pony, but you're welcome for that. The, um, you know, the, the Q source was, was some, an area that, that we identified in, in Sarpy that, we wanted to get planted and we've done that um, every other Saturday at the pit. Um, I would, my, my hope is really to start really ramping that up to get to that weekly, right? We, you know, let's not, let's not wait every other week. Let's start to do that weekly. And so, um, you know, just try to take a little bit more active role in not only the promotion, but the leading and encouraging guys to lead um, through that. But 
Um, the other, you know, the other side of, of after handing off a shovel flag, you know, I guess either, either we can fade into irrelevance or we have that opportunity to, to lean in. And, um, you know, one of my passions is helping to develop people too. Um, and so finding those next leaders and talking to them and asking, are you interested? Um, you know, what, you know, what would your vision be? And so, you know, you know, there's, you know, tipping our hat our hand here toward, you know, high life, right? You know, getting getting a heavy, getting a lifting AO going in, in Sarpy, right? And, and just playing a role in that. I don't, I don't have to be front and center on it, but, you know, getting guys prepared, uh, prepared to open new AOs, prepared to take over at AOs, and just being supportive and encouraging along the way. I, I, I see that as kind of my current role and how I get to, get to help and, and uh, love on guys along the way. No, and that's great. And that's actually needed in these times of growth. And, and like Plague was saying, the shared leadership team doesn't have the capacity to, to be there and do those things. So, you know, the group and the PACs need members like you who don't fade into this, right? Um, and I guess that kind of brings us to another question is, what is keeping you around from actually, you know, just saying, okay, you know, I've, I've served my time as a psych It's time for me to just, you know, kind of hang out and fall back and, and do that. Other than pride, oh man, you know, it's, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta keep pouring it on. And, um, I, I'm incredibly motivated, right. By guys that are coming out and working hard and, you know, I'm hopeful that I can be motivating too, right. To guys that when they see guys come out and, and work hard, um, I think what's really motivating for me is the growth in Sarpy County, um, you know, being a part of that, you know, some days plague, you'll, you remember days at the pit when there were three or four of us just staring at each other going, this is it today. And, uh, you know, even, even today uh, at the farm, you know, looking at a circle of 30 guys staring back at you going, what are we going to do next? You know, and, you know, khakis coming up and leading, uh, you know, leading the, um, Q school, uh, Q school, you know, Q school, I think, um, you know, that's, that's a big part, you know, having 20 plus guys at Q school, you know, is, is such an, an encouraging thing and encouraging guys to co-Q and Q is, is full, you know, you know, plague. I, I can only think of one PAX member of Sarpy County that probably needs EH school. That's Tony the Tiger. But, um, you know, if, if EH school is a real thing, maybe we should bring that, that to the forefront too. You're that's talking. awesome. You're actually the second person that said that about Tony the Tiger. So that's awesome. Yeah, we've, we've um, a, uh, a Brazilian uh, EH school since he seems to be the guy that has the most yeah, EHs. But but his eyes and a smile is what I heard. So well, and his strategy. I, I learned this the other day. He, his strategy really is. He he says, "I'm going to be there at this time, and if you don't come outside, I'm going to honk." And so then I think that gets <laughs> guys to think like, "Well, if you honk, then my my M's going to be mad." And then you know, so then I think there's a dynamic there. But we could do it. I've also I've also learned what not to do. I've EH'd a few guys that I say, "Hey, why don't you come? We're going to pre. We're going to do this run." And so I EH them to the pre-run and don't tell them about the workout. And so um, that hasn't worked as well uh, because they, they will come and run, but they leave after the pre-run usually. Um, and so that doesn't go as well. So there's got to be a better way. So I, I think I could stand to learn a few things too. 
uh, while we're on uh, learning and giving some practical advice here, I guess as Sarpy County continues to grow and you're going to have some new members that come in, what advice would you give to the current PACS members on, on welcoming those new FNGs in? Yeah. Um, you know, you, you run you run the risk, right, when you grow so fast that there's so much that guys, you know, fall into the fold and they get missed. And so, you know, for current current PACS members, um, I, I've felt this oftentimes and I've talked to John claude and, and Gunner and, and some of the other site cues that the site cues can't do it alone. Um, you know, that when, when growth is exploding, um, when exponential growth is happening, that you can't do it alone, that you need other guys to lean in, to step up. And, and that's reaching out, um, you know, just something as simple as, you know, most guys won't remember who the site queue is, but they will remember who the queue was from that workout, that very first workout. And just the importance of uh, something as simple as you were the queue, will you follow up with them that day or the next day. Just something as simple as that, letting them know that, hey, it was great to see you. We're glad you were here. You know, do you have any questions? Little things like that, but also needing those, those PACS member, members to make a connection. Um, and so just remembering that, um, you know, sometimes we show up at workouts and we want to get our, we want to get our fill, right? We want to uh, lay it on the line for ourselves, but, but there are times when you just have to really come fall back and embrace uh, the new guy. And whether that's embracing him, checking in on him a couple of times during the workout uh, or working out with him the entire time. Um, but, you know, I, you know, that whole concept of picking up the six, there are a lot of different variations of it. And so, um, you know, figure out what that means for you. Um, but, you know, figuring out why, why did you come back? That's the challenge that I always ask the, the, uh, guys in Sarpy County, figure out your why. Why are you here? What's going on that, that continues to bring them back? And we need to extend that to the new people that are coming too. I love that. And you, and you kind of answered it there. We had a little debate going on of, do you stay with the new guy? Like if you bring the new guy, do you stay with him during the workout or do you let him kind of go and see? And I, and I think you got you to gotta feel him out, right? And see what's going to fit with that guy based on their, their personality and what they're looking for. I, I think the first time you you stick close, you stick yep. close because you're you're the the person they know. Um, you know, if there are other connections, I think there's that that side of things too. But uh, you stay close, stay close, keep them keep them keep them nearby. You can go out, you can work hard for a little bit, but make sure you're you're showing them what it looks like. And uh, a lot of guys find a lot of pride, like holy cow, how long have you been doing this, right? And uh, you know, letting them see that, you know, they're going to work their way up to hopefully where you're at someday too. I love that. Um, curious if you have uh, any other sort of thoughts or, or words of wisdom, things that you feel like if, if a guy is going to be fully engaged and leaning into F3, things that he, he's got to make sure that he participates in or, or does, what would be any guidance there from you? Yeah. You know, I think you know F three is a great opportunity to to lean into if if things are tough at home. Um, you know, that's it's a good way to to not escape, but to come and just to be surrounded and encouraged. But 
Um, what is so important though, is that consistency is that it does need to be a lot. Oftentimes it needs, if it's not going well at home, it's usually not going well at, in other places too. And so um, it starts there. Um, you know, yes, we're coming, we're guys, we're working out, we're competing, we're, we're getting after it, but um, really just finding out from them, how's it going? You know, how's it going really? You know, how are you really doing? Um, not just, you know, how you feeling today, but, you know, what's going on and um, helping guys just to recognize that um, we don't all have it together. Um, you know, there, there are tough days, there are hard days, but, you know, we're going to come around you and we're going to support you. So um, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in take care of what's happening at home first. And if, if that's happening, things fall into alignment, right? Uh, things in life will fall into alignment quickly. And uh, if they're not going well at home, then things, things can get messy quickly too. Um, and so just really encouraging guys to take care of, of those top priorities first. And if that's a top value, great. Um, if it's not, that's okay too. It's different for everybody, but, but take care of home first. Love it, man. Well, Firewalker, you know, I just, I, again, I appreciate you, just the, the man you are and the impact you've had on me personally. And I, and I just would encourage guys, um, you know, if you're interested in growth, maybe taking a leadership personal assessment, doing that kind of exercise. I mean, I know Firewalker is, is, he is a professional in that area, but he also is passionate about growing men. So, uh, but, but also just have a conversation with him on a run. I, the thing you've always done for me is you've sort of um, helped me to right size my, my current uh, sort of interpretation of circumstances with the man that I'm trying to be. Um, and so, you know, you, you've always been like, eh, I don't know, play it. Sounds like that's an impulsive decision you're getting ready to make or, um, you know, so I, I would just say engage with this man. Um, he will definitely uh, have a positive impact on you. So appreciate your time today. And um, we'll go out with a, a name or if that's all right with you guys. All right. Uh, Brandon Fleharty, 35, the plague. Plague. What plague? John Whitworth, 30, Pony Express. Yes. <laughs> Pony. Jeff Seastra, 40, Firewalker. 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 Thank you, brother. This was great. Appreciate you, man.